Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back again with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. I'm like starstruck tonight. All right. Like- I know. I can tell. I can tell you are starstruck. We have a, a very fun and special guest tonight, Jessica Fithin. They get it right? There you go. Yes. That's right. Thank you. I know I'd butcher it, but I got it right. Who Fithin, who runs? Uh, you look like a man, which you is a, like a really awesome, awesome Instagram page, website. And uh, so we're going to spend some time talking about dudes that say shitty things. Yes. There's a lot of dudes. Yes. I was going to say, not me. We're not going to talk about me saying shitty things. I say plenty of shitty things. For for once, not you. No, Jessica, welcome. I am so excited to have you on the show because uh, two reasons. Number one, I'm just a huge fan of your page. And for anyone that doesn't know, it's kind of a, it's kind of an Instagram page that just brings to light, like all of the shitty sort of misogynistic comments that women in the sports space get online. It's just like this culmination of like, Oh my God, I can't believe we deal with all of this crap. Right. And, um, and the other reason why I'm excited to have you is we sort of started to broach this, the, the subject or issue of women and their body image and how they look when they lift. And and we got a lot of comments that people wanted to expand upon that. So I figured you'd be the perfect person to oh have boy. on and talk about all that good stuff. Um, but let's start with the page. I- explain to people what the page is and how you got started running it. Sure. Sure. Um, the brief backstory on me is that I um, started um, seriously lifting about five years ago. I actually Um, joined a gym because I was bored with what I was doing and I joined an Olympic weightlifting facility Um, and I wanted to learn how to Olympic weightlift because I had never done anything like that before. I had zero experience with a barbell. Um, I had been in the military, so I wasn't completely inactive, um, but nothing nothing like that. So I joined this gym to learn how to Olympic weightlift um, and we discovered pretty quickly that I was terrible. Absolutely (laughs) awful. That was awful. So um, very strong, um, but absolutely the athletic part of that was just like, no, we're, no, honey, we're going to do something else. So the, the gym I was at actually had a strongman um, competition that they were offering, and I had done Olympic weightlifting programs for about four months, and that wasn't my thing. Uh, but they said, why don't you jump in and do this strongman competition that we have here? Um, so I had about six or seven weeks notice. I really hadn't heard of strongman before. I didn't know what it was. Um, I had not grown up watching World's Strongest Man. Like a lot of people tell me, I was not my never never into any of that stuff. But um, I competed um, with six weeks of notice for a brand new sport for something I had never done before, and I fell in love with it. It was one of those stories where it was like I did it one time and I was hooked. Yeah. Um, it was what I absolutely knew I wanted to do. I won my first competition as a novice, um, and I'd never won anything really in my life before. I was not involved in sports. I had never done any of that stuff. So Strongman really reeled me in. What I liked the most about it at the time, um, especially, was that it was not um, body conscious. It was not a sport that you're going into where people care what you look like. Um, it didn't matter if you were big, small, tall. It didn't have any anything to do with any of that. Um, you just people was about how much weight can you pick up? How can you do these ridiculous activities? Um, it, how can you, you know, um, focus on getting stronger rather than what you look like? And that really appealed to me coming off of a lifetime of struggling with my own body image from as early as I can absolutely positively remember struggling with that. It was really a sport that drew me in um, because they were so anti, um, you don't you don't have to be thinner. Certainly you can lose weight if that's what you want to do, but we're not going to pressure um, the people here into looking a certain way. So I really fell in love with the sports, um, with the camaraderie for it, with the other people. Um, and that's kind of how I got started into um, the sport that I do, which led me to the beginning of this page. 
that was probably five years ago or so. Um, the You Look Like a Man page started totally by accident um, about a year ago. We just had our one-year anniversary or birthday. If you want. Oh, wow. I know. A whole year of horrible shit. It's amazing. Full <laughs> fucking nonsense, really. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but it started a year ago. Um, I had received kind of inappropriate shitty comments, um, more or less on social media, kind of from the beginning. And it had become such a thing uh, between me and my friends that it was something that we talked about a lot over mm. that people would leave these comments on your social media, totally unprovoked. No one's asked you for any of this stuff and you're going to tell me it anyways, but um, you know, you're going to break your back and you're not going to have kids and your uterus is going to fall out and you're, you're looking manly and all of this crazy bullshit. So about a year ago, I made a joke on Facebook. I took the phrase, you look like a man. And I put it over a ridiculous, one of those like motivational setting memes that you've seen before. <laughs> like inspirational background, inspirational color, sunset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I took that phrase, you look like a man. And I put it over a picture of some mountains or something like that. And I put it on Facebook and I said, I was going to start documenting all the stupid shit that people say to me by placing them on motivational memes. And when I put it on Facebook, I mean, it was sort of an instant success. So people were like, you need to have an Instagram page, put them on there because the comments um, just started rolling in then of all of this stuff from kind of all over the place um, kind of came to me. So that was kind of how it started on Facebook. And then I moved it over to Instagram and then it really took on a life of its own. And it's become a lot more important um, to a lot of people um, outside the humor aspect than we even realized at the time. Yeah, it is so like, I, I find myself taking these like horrible deep dives and like, yeah. all like, like I was saying, I take my phone, like, you know, into the bathroom to pee and I'm like, okay, I'm going to like check the gram for a second. And 45 minutes later, my right. husband's like, are you okay right. in there? And I'm like, oh, sorry. I just got, how long have I been staring at my phone? Because they're just like, it's a rabbit hole of these terrible yet incredibly shared experiences that women right. in all sorts of sports are seeing and feeling on the web. And it's like right. everything from unsolicited advice like do or don't lift like that, or let me tell you what you're doing wrong with your form or whatever right. to just sheer like, Hey, you look manly or like, ain't nobody ever going to want to be with you. If you look right. like that, like those right. kind of comments. And it's, it, it seems like this sort of equal unsolicited advice and also like stop commenting on what I look like right. situation. Right. Yeah. Both of those for sure. It's, um, a lot of it is unsolicited form advice and that kind of stuff, people pretending that they're being really concerned over certain things. But a lot of it is uh, a lot of random men leaving their sexual preferences on your Instagram posts where you didn't ask and don't care, but they're about to tell you uh, exactly what they think a, a woman should look like and what they find attractive. And you'll see that a lot on uh, progress posts sometimes where mm. guys will come on there and they'll say, uh, well, I think you look better, you know, in 2014. It's like, okay, thanks. Thanks for leaving that on there. So I yeah. like, I liked what you looked like better. So um, it's, it's kind of pervasive that the comments that, that, that we sort of see from this, they all surround, you know, a couple of certain categories, but uh, the stories kind of took a life of its own where it became uh, less about, you know, these funny little stories about people leaving these things on here and, and more about, a, a, an actual attitude towards women in athletics, not just women who lift, but I started getting stories from women in jujitsu, people that are runners, people in CrossFit. And it was kind of a pervasive attitude that we started seeing all over the place that we like to think that we're really progressed in a lot of these ways. But uh, at the same time, there's, there's certainly a lot of work that still needs to be done. 
Totally. It's like the definition of a microaggression to like try yeah. to cloud that cloud yeah. those phrases in helpful advice or like, Oh God, my favorite is like the, I was just, I was just being nice. Like I was just, right. isn't it so, isn't it such a compliment that I told you have a nice ass? Like, right. like the definition yeah. of this really um, buildable, like aggression toward women in general. And it's like right. one thing on top of another on top of another. And then all of a sudden you've spiraled into, like you said, an entire attitude that is right. entitled and and not, you know, I, I've seen a lot of, or I would say the majority of these posts and these situations happening in like a, like a global gym. I hate to refer to it as that sure, when you're in sure. the CrossFit world, it's like you're in a CrossFit gym or you're in a global gym. And, and I'm happy to report that myself have not felt those types of issues typically in a CrossFit gym setting. But what I've been seeing a lot recently on your page is people in those uh, sort of more traditional gym settings who are now coming forward with not only like, oh, so-and-so said something to me and, and it made me feel awkward, but actual actions like so-and-so yeah. is like, yeah. you know, a trainer puts his hand on my butt and thinks that's okay. Or something like your page is becoming a place where people are reporting actions now as well. Right. as just talking about their experiences. Right. And along those lines, what's been really interesting to see is how many people kind of thought this was normal or they actually thought it was only them that was experiencing this. And I think women especially have a tendency to second guess ourselves. And we try mm -hmm. to say, maybe I'm just being dramatic. Maybe I don't want to cause a stir. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe he didn't mean it like that. And it's just me being really sensitive. But we tend to do that a lot for some reason. So I think the fact that so many women are coming forward and saying that they have all of these shared experiences are really saying that the way that you felt when whatever situation happened to you is, is valid. Um, it's valid and it's not okay. And there are other people to say, no, that wasn't you just being dramatic or being an overreactor to stuff that these things are not okay. And the more that we actually talk about why they're not okay, um, it, that will start to change the landscape of um, women in athletics. I mean, John, you have two daughters. What do you think when you see when you like take a deep dive into this page and you see like all the things that are basically waiting for them <laughs> on the internet. It all, it all freaks me out. All yeah. of it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a very normal dude. Like I could give you, I could talk for an hour on this topic probably like guys have a, a hard time understanding this because it literally never happens to us. Like I'm sitting here thinking, I wish someone would tell me I have a nice ass because nobody ever tells me like ever, you know, like right. it's just not like women don't treat men that way, which is the right way to treat people. You don't treat people like that, you know? Uh, yeah. So guys, I think sometimes guys have a hard time understanding it. When I start reading the comments on the page, I wish more normal men would read it because they're not only would their eyes be open, but they would be floored at how many, how many people there are out there that are just completely oblivious to how rude and, and just jarring the statements are. I mean, I don't want to overstate it, but oftentimes the comments to me feel like sexual assault. Like I totally, read them, yeah. I read them and I'm like, Holy crap. Like, yeah. like I was literally yeah. just talking to my daughter about this. I read one of them. It was a 60 year old guy, like popped a 18 uh, year old girl's bra strap and said, you're what we call eye candy. And I literally said to Meg, my youngest, I'm like, please promise me if that ever happens to you, you'll call me and let daddy take care of it. <laughs> Cause, yeah, right? Cause like the guy's going to be what I call dead meat. You know, it's like, I, but you know, she doesn't need me to protect her. Like she can handle herself, but it's just such a horrible thing to think that somebody has to deal with that. And it's not yeah. because they're my daughters. It's like, why would you treat anyone like that? I, yeah. It, it, it's just, it's such a, it's an interesting and jarring topic. Like we've had, um, 
I don't know if you know Danny Spiegel, but we've had I her do. on here. Yeah, Danny's yeah. great. We've had her on I've here a number of times. Featured a bunch of her posts. Actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets she gets multiple posts daily. Daily. Yeah. yeah. Where and and you know, she she'll send them to Nikki and I because they're mm-hmm. they're she thinks, you know, they're they're funny and they're not funny. They're funny because right. we've talked We're, about exactly. it as a group. So like we kind of it's almost like a like a, a like a bonding group between the three of us. She'll send them to us and I'll look at this guy, you know, and I'll read them. And it's like people just straight up soliciting her to stare at her legs mm-hmm. or her feet or or God knows other or things, worse, you know, way worse, yeah. some worse, yeah, yeah. It's just like things you would never you would never say in person. You would you know, or most people would never say in person. And it's just yeah. it's yeah. I don't I don't know. It, it's I, there's I, a couple of there's a couple of things that go along with that. One response that I get to that sometimes is if you don't want these comments, then you shouldn't have a social media account. Oh, you should probably just get off the internet because the internet is always going to have mean people on it. And you probably should just not care or learn to care less uh, or get thicker skin is something that I hear a lot of, which is kind of funny to me that they're basically saying instead of facing the harassment, what you do is you cover for the harasser and you act like it's not happening. Um, the idea of getting thicker skin or getting off the internet, Danny is someone that has a large social media presence. Social media is a valid way to make a business. Social media is a valid way for people to get a, um, you know, a following and that sort of a thing. So people act like social media is some sort of uh, like moral decline or something in your behavior that you've got a social media account or that you care about followers. I and mean, all of these are, are ways that women in sports um, can increase their visibility, which leads to sponsorships and other types of things. Yeah. So, punishing you by saying, you know, if you don't like this type of stuff, maybe you should get off the internet or you should get thicker skin does nothing but punish the victim in that case and does nothing about the fact that these women are facing literal daily harassment. One of the things that we talk about often is the fact that Instagram, and this figure is old because it's from last year, Instagram's revenue is $9 billion with a B, $9 billion a year is how much revenue Instagram actually takes in. So you think with $9 billion of revenue, Instagram might actually do something constructive to actually tamper some of this harassment down. Um, All of the efforts um, from the people that actually work at Instagram, former employees that have been interviewed about this exact topic, have said that any effort Instagram puts forward, that if they have even a negative return of 20 cents, they're not interested in doing it. So Hmm. they'll put out a lot of things for PR, like a be kind sticker that you can add to your stories, because that's that's gonna fix the world, right? If you put a be (laughs) kind sticker on your stories, right? Thank you, Instagram, for helping. Um, There's a lot of things when I talk to people in gaming and a lot of these other social platforms where they have taken a lot more steps, a lot more concrete steps, things like banning IP addresses, which isn't a, a guarantee, but there are other actual things that Instagram could be doing particularly um, to stop some of this. They choose not to. They voluntarily choose not to. So um, it's a problem um, across the platforms that a, a social site like Instagram that takes in $9 billion a year literally doesn't give a fuck. I mean, they absolutely don't. And it's like, if you think that they do, um, they care about their money absolutely dead first, but they could be taking a lot more steps to prevent some of this. Um, the unfortunate fact is they, they don't because they don't want to. I, th- mm. I think there's a real struggle. Like here's something as a guy that I, I, I don't struggle with this, but I can see where guys struggle with it. So like, I follow tons of people and I started following a CrossFitter. I'm not going to say her name is, but she's a CrossFitter. And then after I started following her for a few weeks, I started to notice that her posts weren't really about CrossFit. They were just about her body. And they were like sure. kind of borderline pornographic, Sure, to be honest. Uh, you know, like 
fat ass Friday, like comes up every Friday, you know, and they're like, these are like nudie shots, you sure. know, and it's not my normal account. I'll repeat it again for everyone listening. It's not my normal account that I follow. <laughs> um, but then, you know, you start, you also start noticing like hundreds of posts that are hump day, Wednesday and whatever. And you, you watch the guys commenting and the person doing the posting totally their right to do it, by the way. And I'm not, this isn't like victim shaming. It's just like the kind of the facts of how it goes down. Well, then interact with those followers to build their following. That's how they're building their platform, totally. right? They're right yes. to do so. No yes. different than having an OnlyFans or any yes. other site, right? Totally, yeah. And then someone like Danny, who mm-hmm. will absolutely admit to you, like she's doing, you know, she does, you know, uh, bikini shots and like she she even joked with us like she does like booty Wednesday or something she's building a platform but she's not it's not a sexual platform it's right. not intended to be sexual she's an athlete right. you know and I think guys often don't see the line they don't right. see the difference between the two and that's a tough place to be and for Instagram to right. start saying all right well this female wants it and this one doesn't I can see yeah. where it's hard for them to manage it it and so I'm defending Instagram a little. I'm not defending the guys. I guess where my my where I come in on that argument is like, I don't care if you comment on both of those accounts. What I care about is neither one of those accounts deserves comments like. Agreed. I know where you're going. You don't yeah. that I want or like f you for having that or like you shouldn't look like that or you do or don't like please me like anyone can have any kind of account they want like post your butt, post your whatever, post your, you do you girl or guy or whoever. I don't care. Like if you don't like it, don't follow it. You still don't right. have the right to post any kind of aggression or whatever. On Agreed. I, I guess my point is though, it's like, so guys move from there. So to that point, you've got, you know, those are the types of accounts where you expect those types of comments. And so they move from there and then it blends in. they go to a powerlifting site, which has no sexual content, whatever. It's just like somebody's lifting heavy shit, you know? Right. And now they're going, you shouldn't look like that or your uterus is going to fall out, which by the way is the best so thing you've ever said. That oh my God. Um, so, it's very that, strange. Does that happen? No, no, <laughs> no. Back in the day, really fast back in the day, they used to think that women couldn't go on trains because literally their insides would come out. I shit you not. You can look it up. But they used to <laughs> like tell the you. Vibration? Same idea. I, I guess. I don't know. That's one of those like old timey things. I'm like, we're really not that far away from the whole train thing, you guys. Like, it's really not. It's We're really, really close to that <laughs> if you God. think we're far away from it. But um, please back make to, an inspirational post about women trains. <laughs> but back to your point with, with, with that a little bit. I understand a little bit of where you're coming from. So we try to be... Um, at the place to where we are not being hypersensitive to accounts that actually use that kind of engagement and those kinds of things to beat the algorithms and stuff. I understand that kind of stuff. It's more so, I think, if um, <laughs> saying you have a nice ass on an account where literally it's you can tell that it's intended for that, to me, it's not the same thing as going on someone else's account who's got who's posted a picture of herself in a sports bra and shorts. And I mean, it is the most graphic sexual stuff you can possibly think of and some stuff you've probably never even heard about the amount of things that I have to urban dictionary some days. And I'm oh my like, God. I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. So yeah, <laughs> that happens to me all the time where I'm like, I don't, this is a term I don't even know. And I'm going to have to Google it and I'm going to have to erase my browsing history. And <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes for me. But 
there is a difference between um, that type of compliment, because we're having a huge discussion about compliments and guys saying, well, we just can't say anything anymore. And I could just look at you in the gym and you'd be like, you're a creeper. And it's like, I think there is a very clear, obvious line that is at least obvious to us. That is someone paying you a legitimate compliment. That is the nice tricep development. And I want to motorboat your fucking cheeks all night long. I mean, I'm just, I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Team too. Yeah. So to us, it's like, there's, there's a, there's a difference between those two things. Uh, Nikki, if there's any chance of us monetizing this on YouTube, it just went away with the motorboating line. No, Sorry. no, fine. Fuck the totally monetization. Fine. This oh, needs man. to be hard. Well, motorboating so, your cheeks is a thing. I'm just, no, it I, is totally a thing. Is it a thing? I didn't know I this. Guess. Wow. I guess. I guess yeah. I learned something. Uh, <laughs> the one I love that I was, as I was reading through the comments of the day, it was the one where the guy said, uh, you need to get a boob job because it'd be ashamed to waste that great ass with no right. for us. And I'm like, right. do guys really say that? Yes, they absolutely do. do. It's absolutely unreal do. to me. Like, they do. I, um, I can't even imagine do. verbalizing that to a woman. Yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine it. My um, my husband's favorite meme right now is the like every girl has a guy who talks to himself in her DMs. Yeah, and he, have you seen yes. that one? Yes, I have. And he <laughs> he sent it to me, and he was like, "Is this yeah. true?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" And he was it's, like, "Do do you have one?" And I'm like, "Of right. course, right? <laughs> of course, I right. do." Oh, Danny gets a ton of those. You see, I love yeah. it when she posts those. The guys will be like, "Hey, babe," yeah. and then he'll say something else, and then by like the fourth one, he'll be like, "You." effing this uh, like right. i can't believe you you're too rude right. to answer me like it's like having his own conversation you know it's the other thing that's really interesting about the internet and the fact that we live in a world right now where you actually have access you have access to all bunny quotes for people that can't see me you have access to people that you wouldn't normally have access to in a normal world um people that are celebrities that run their own accounts i have a ton of um comments that actually on celebrity pages where people are talking to them celebrities that run their own accounts so now you have people that have access to um, say things to people that you wouldn't ever in, you know, 20 years ago ever be able to actually talk to these people. So right. they don't understand that just because you have access to talk to these people directly, they don't owe you anything. So right. I, I featured, I, I don't think it was Danny, but it was somebody um, in that realm um, who was just viciously angry that she had not responded to him in like two months of him texting. And she's like, Oh my God, I've got a half a million followers. She doesn't even look at her DMs. Like they're just too much of a mess. But he right. was really getting violently angry that she was not responding to him and taking that um, very personally that she had not directly responded. And then they tend to get very, very um, angry. They start making uh, troll accounts. They start leaving other nasty comments. And the cycle just keeps going and going and going and going. Um, so that's a, one of those things also, not just the directly you look like a man stuff, but that Instagram and, and Facebook and these social media accounts um, are very dangerous and they can be very dangerous and they can be um, a kind of a very unsafe place um, for a lot of people. It's very easy to make a um, hundred troll accounts. Instagram makes that really, really easy for you to have 10 accounts all linked to the same one where I can't ever tell you where, where I can't, there's no way that, that Instagram's even going to you know, delete this person's account. Um, they have very lax rules on whose accounts they will delete and that sort of a thing for what kind of behavior. So about a month into running, you look like a man, a guy literally told me, I hope you get raped is what he said to me. It, we were having a conversation about deadlift. I mean, it was not even related to anything else. And he told me, I, and I quote, I hope you get raped. His account is still active right now. It's still valid. Instagram still has it up. They might delete his comment, but they won't even delete his account. It doesn't matter because he can just make another one. But the point of the matter is that that, that comment is on there. They can see it. 
but they choose not to do anything about a man who is going around telling women that he literally is hopeful. Um, he actually said, I hope you get raped again, um, is actually what he said to me. So those types of comments um, that women actually specifically face when they start arguing with guys will actually, um, you with young daughters especially, will absolutely blow your mind at how violent some of these comments get to people very, very quickly, um, and especially uh, almost always women. Yeah. And like, look at the spiral. It's like, I yeah. posted something because I am strong or athletic or proud of my accomplishment, uh, proud of my body, whatever. And it spirals into someone says something that in and of itself is aggressive right. and an assault. And right. that spirals into, oh, they get to continue the conversation however they want and can right. get violent and can get like, it's just like, how did we come from like, this was me cleaning weight. Like, how did we get here? It doesn't make any sense to me. The world is insane. And it's, yeah. it's not new. Like it's been, this is a thing that's been happening forever, but just like you said, the accessibility of social media and how fast and, and what keyboard warriors are doing these days, like it's gotten just so much more aggressive over right. the years. Yeah, right. it's funny. Uh, one of my daughters said to me tonight that I, I don't know if you know this, but like millennials and like teens these days are really kind of brilliant. Like they really get <laughs> right. life. And so I was, I was telling this, some of the comments and uh, it was, it was the one I'd mentioned earlier about the, you know, bra snap and whatever. And oh no, actually it's the one about the, you know, you got a great ass. You should have a boob job. All right. And my youngest goes, well, that's a body image issue. That's not, you know, that's not sexual. Like that's the guy's got body image issues. And I'm like, right. Oh, the guy like, does. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that's really kind of brilliant when you think about it. Like he's in his mind, a woman is big boobs and big butt mm -hmm. and there to serve him. Right. You know, and my right. 16 year old had it all figured out. Like she knows what his problem is. I'm like, damn, yeah. you should be a shrink girl. girl. <laughs> like, yeah. but it, my point to that is it's like, you know, and what you're saying, Nikki is like, people go to these, you know, uh, you know, pages where you've got females doing weightlifting and they're in their mind thinking this is a female, they should look like a bikini model yet. They're lifting more weight than me. I'm and yeah, I don't know if it's insulted or offended or just, it's not what it should be. I have to yeah. comment, Yeah, right. you know, so without, right. without thinking that we're all, you know, we're all like beautiful little snowflakes. We're all different. Right. Like it's okay right. if right. you're a powerlifting woman and it's okay if you're a bikini model woman who gives a shit, right. like yeah. just yeah. what you want to be. You know? This is a, this is a great opportunity. Jess, can you explain what a Gary is? <laughs> Yeah, so you've seen the word Gary that we throw around. Gary has become our name for uh, literally any of these guys. And we have a term called Gary Anna for any of the women that do this, basically. We feature um, women as well. So a lot of people are like, you have a man dating page. And I'm like, I feature women all the time. Like, it's like, no, I don't. My, my Instagram bio has always said people people who say shitty things, you know, right, it's yeah. never, ever, it's not a man hating page, any of that stuff. Um, but Gary has become the name of, um, of, of any of these people that leave any of these comments. So we call them law of Gary and Gary isms and all of these things. Um, we started a hashtag. It's kind of a, a funny little story. Um, when I wrote a, um, I wrote a piece for Metro UK back in November of last year, um, when the page was still only a couple months old, but it was called um, Stop Telling Me I Look Like a Man, and it featured pictures of me from a straw man competition that I had done, that sort of thing. Well, the commenters on Metro UK are not very, very nice. Mm. Um, I wait that, but it, it was the irony of writing a piece called Just Be Kinder to People. Like, literally, that was the gist of it. And then it had a last time I looked, which was a while ago, it was like 3,000 
almost all negative comments on it, which is amazing. But long story short, with that, there was a guy on Facebook whose name was Gary. So Gary is an actual person. Uh, Gary, who was on my friends list somehow, who apparently didn't realize that he was on my friends list, shared my article and said uh, some really awful things about me that said I needed to gender check and that he wasn't going to volunteer for it. Um, and that I took all this, the, the drugs that make me actually biologically more male when I was a female. So he's talking about me while he's sharing my story that says, can you guys just shut the fuck up and be nice to each other? It's literally what it says. It's the uh, scariest thing that's ever happened. The scariest thing that's, that's why, yeah. So I shared this and when I was sharing it on my Instagram um, one of my favorite followers, whose name is Sarah Robles, who's an Olympic weightlifter, uh, she gets this type of garbage all the time, but she shared it on her page and she used the hashtag shut up Gary on it. And that's kind of how that started with, with Sarah Robles um, actually sharing this and just saying shut up Gary. So she made a post uh, of somebody else that had said something stupid to her and said the hashtag shut up Gary. And that's kind of where that started. So it's kind of taken over, I think, Kyle and Chad and all the other yep. names that people use. But uh, Gary's an actual... Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's an actual person, um, and Gary actually has a story for kind of uh, what he, how that whole thing came about. So all of all of these things are kind of a wild ride when I go back and, and, and look back at them. So you know, what blows me away about this is the the guys that are going, "Oh, you look like a man." Like I've worked out with women now for a decade. I, I didn't start fitness until I was forty, and I'm fifty now. So I've been doing you know CrossFit for ten years, and the first year I started. I was the most out of shape I've ever been. And I remember distinctly starting those in this tiny little gym here on the east side of Cleveland. I bet we had 20 members. Well, there were two members that were coming in the morning with me. We had about six people in the class. It was a guy, you know, husband and his wife. And this woman was one of the fittest people I've ever seen my yeah. entire life. And I don't remember like ever looking at her going, oh, she looks like a man. I remember going, God, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could box jump like that. I wish I could lift weights right. like that. And then Julie Fouché came in and she's about five, two. And, you know, she worked out there for a couple of years and I'd watch her. She's like this little short thing and she's all abs and like ripped and she's lifting twice as much weight as I could ever do. And at no point did I ever look at her and go, oh, she doesn't look like a girl or she's really hot. Right. I just looked at her and go, God, I wish I could do a triplet like that right. with the barbell. Like, yeah. You know, do you I, know why that is, though? Do you know why that is? Because you're not an insecure prick. Like, I mean, right. it's just, that's all right. there is to it. You looked and at I, her and you were impressed with what she did. You didn't say, oh, you look like a man or which basically comes down to, I don't want to fuck you, right. which is really what they mean is women's fuckability. So yes. I don't want to fuck you. So therefore your body is not good to me. And I don't want, I mean, that's literally what it all comes down to. So you looked at her and said, you're strong. I admire her work ethic. Um, and so the, the guys that are not insecure assholes don't look at them and say these types of things. So that's right. why you had that experience that doesn't relate to any of this stuff. Well, I'm, I'm plenty I, insecure. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Not in that yourself. realm. We yeah. all got our problems. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick mid-show break to talk about our sponsor this week, which I know nothing about, Nikki. Tell us it's, about it. It's fine. I know everything about them. Our sponsor, you guys, is Fleo Shorts. Can you even believe it? I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. Well, when they reached out, I was like, uh, I would talk about you on the show for free, but no, in all honesty, um, this has been one of my favorite brands for a really long time, not only because I really like their booty shorts and leggings, um, but also because it's just, it's a company run by badass women and they support a lot of 
other badass women in the fitness space, not just in CrossFit and strongman and in other sports too. And um, they're just really about, you know, being a part of the conversation and empowering women. And they've been really vocal recently in terms of all the, you know, social issues that we've been talking about and diversity and equality. And can you tell I'm like fangirling right now? I can tell you. I'm like having a hard time. I can tell you fangirling. And to be honest, I think a lot of people fangirl. I can tell you uh, I've done many posts over the years, uh, referring to women's apparel, like making mm-hmm. fun of how CrossFitters dress. And every time I don't mention Fleo, I get lit up in the comments. Uh-huh. How dare you not mention Fleo? That's my favorite short. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, okay, I don't wear these things, people. Like, lay off me. So, I know they're very well, popular. They are very popular. And I can tell you this, I recently put together a booty short review video for Joel over at uh, as many reviews as possible. And Fleo was my number one choice way before they even contacted us about the podcast, just because I like them. And so I will say, if you're looking for shorts uh, for gals and guys, sure, why not? If you want to wear a pair of ladies' booty shorts, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I highly recommend you check out Fleo because they have a cut and a rise like for anyone. Um, they're standard shorts are um, uh, two and a half inch uh, inseam with a mid-rise, but they also have a three and a quarter inch. They have a four inch longer version for ladies like me that like a little bit more coverage. They have a super high waist option. They have all sorts of different cute patterns and styles. And they've had a little bit of trouble during the COVID season with, you know, some supply chain issues like most brands. Um, So they were sold out of a bunch, but those issues hopefully are coming to an end. So they've got, um, you know, good restocks on their site and cute patterns and you should check them out. They are at Fleo, F-L-E-O.com. Well, there is no cut or rise that is going to get me into a pair of booty shorts. Are you sure? I'm positive. I am positive, (laughs) but uh, I will give the thumbs up recommendation because you love them so much and I I trust and respect you. So, or at least I trust you. All right. Totally fair. So with that, we'll uh, head back to the show. I do think that we are pretty lucky for the most part. And, and obviously this happens everywhere in every aspect of life. For the most part, I feel like we have a pretty um, respectable community in the greater CrossFit world where we're, you know, we're fighting for equal payouts for men and women. And we think men and women should do the same kinds of physical activities. And like, for the most part, we've got a pretty sure. strong community. It's pretty pro woman and pretty like not at all, focusing on looks or size or whatever for the most part. I don't want to take away from anyone's experience if it's been otherwise, because it's just as shitty in a CrossFit gym or a Globo gym or online or whatever. But I do think that where this sort of like live for me, where this sort of lives in real life is I'm really proud of what I can do in the gym and outside of the gym, outside of my CrossFit gym specifically, like I don't fit the mold of what an everyday woman walking down the street looks like. So sometimes, I guess, I don't know. But so what happens for me in real life is people just think it's okay to comment on your body and comment on what you look like. And they might, they are these again, like shrouded in compliments, air quotes, like fake compliments where like for years, I've been crossfitting now for over a decade for years, people will just look at me strangers and be like, wow, you have great big arms or like, well, you really look like you could kick my butt or like, Hey, how much do you bench? Like these comments that people think it's okay. Just in strange strangers in real life, they think it's okay to comment on your body. have made me so self-conscious that I don't wear tank tops in public because I just don't want to hear it. 
I'm just over it. I'm not, not proud of my body and I'm not, you know, not lifting, but sometimes I find myself being like, this is what I said on our last podcast with John David. Sometimes I find myself being like, I don't want to do pushups in today's wad. Cause I don't want to have this pump and then go to the grocery store because I just yeah. don't want, I, I, that's not the aesthetic I'm going for. And I am sick of fucking hearing it. And it's just sad that it's like, it's transpiring in real life. It's transpiring online. Like if I post a picture of like me and date night out with my husband in a dress and someone's like, wow, you have huge shoulders. Like that, not really what I wanted to hear, bro. And, right. and it's a, I know that you think it's a compliment because I lift right. weights, but it's just, it's like, can we just stop commenting on each other's bodies constantly? There is no invitation to do that. There's no invitation to do that. And that's the thing that made that that social media particularly is so they talk about thinking before you type it out. And when you don't, especially when you don't know someone at all and you can't hear tone, you can't hear context, all of these arguments that these are just compliments. um, They're all shrouded in this fakeness that they draw compliments. Um, So one of the the women in CrossFit actually did post a picture back around Christmas time. And I don't remember off the top of my head who it was, but she posted a picture of her and her partner. Um, and it was her and her partner who was a guy and, and the comments were basically all about that she was the man in the relationship. Um, they wanted to know if she beats him up, if she's the one on top, if she's the big spoon, all of these. And they're all sexual and they're all laced that way. And it was literally a picture of her and her boyfriend in front of the Christmas tree. Um, and it was literally all it was. But it was the same idea where you could see basically her traps and her shoulders and that sort of thing. And that's all it was. And then all of these people are going to say, well, you know, it's a compliment. I told you what big shoulders you have and you work for those shoulders. And that was meant to be a compliment. And they absolutely know that it's not. So it's one of those things where it's like you can tell when people are actually trying to be complimentary. And then even even if they are, um, a lot of times that's just blatantly inappropriate as well. I wanted to ask you along the lines of CrossFit if you had seen the old old commercial called seven to tens that crossfit did <laughs> have you ever seen that yes yes oh, what is, remember, no is, tell me what it is i don't know what it you've is you've never seen this <laughs> oh my god it's epic oh. so it's so old i think like 2013 maybe at least yes. seven or eight years old so it's basically a commercial it's called it's called i think it's i think it's called something like seven to tens it's on youtube um, and it's one of CrossFit's earlier, earlier advertisements. Really early. Really Real, early. To be and fair. Even the, yeah, it's yeah. always very early. I mean, so this was the aesthetic and this is what they were promoting. Um, so different than what it is now, but it's basically a commercial where it's a bunch of women that look like you might expect um, all working out. And the gist of it is that they are sevens, AKA on the, on the beauty scale uh-huh. and CrossFit is making them into tens. Yeah. CrossFit so turned just, sevens into tens. That was the, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's, oh. Not too, it's actually quite funny. Um, and that's, that's one of the only advertisements I've ever seen where my jaw kind of dropped when I looked at it and I was like, surely this is a joke. It's gotta no. be. CrossFit, no, has a, <laughs> CrossFit has a very dark history of sexualization. That commercial yeah, is one true. of them. Sure. If, sure. You go, if, if the old Instagram page was still alive, uh, or you could pull up some of that old work, the early work of CrossFit um, was they sexualized, even though they paid the women the same as the men, they sexualized the women athletes. Sure. And they'll never convince me otherwise. Like you, I remember distinctly, it was Brooke Ents. I remember uh, back when she was you know, kind of a competitive athlete seeing a sled push on their Instagram page and the photo might as well have been taken by our gynecologist. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, seriously, yeah. it was that close. Like the camera's like right up against her butt as she's pressing, yeah. you know, do it. And like, you can look at the photo and like any idiot can look at it and go, yeah, that's, it's not an athletic photo. It's a sexual right. photo. Right. And they had hundreds of those. 
And then they run those commercials of turning sevens to 10. And truthfully, like I went to the CrossFit Health Conference just a couple of years ago when Greg was there, still running the place. And the the big CrossFit Health poster has like pills on it because it's a health thing and they're talking about medicine and whatever. And a couple of the pills are having sex. I have a photo of it. I took a picture of it <laughs> and, and said to the person with me, I'm like, how are they getting away with this in corporate America? Like the sexualization of their business. You this know? is a health conference. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, it, so, but CrossFit has evolved from that, you know, really kind of in the last, I'd say the last five years, they've really moved away from that. I think a lot of the athletes still deal with it. Like, you told that story. It reminded me of Amanda Barnhart, who I love. Uh, I know she her, gets her husband. A lot. So oh, many. Like I so much. Well, I saw so one. Much. I saw a post on her page, and I I know her and her husband. They are like the nicest, mm-hmm. sweetest people, both of them. Um, and you know, her husband's super fit. You know, I like him because he's bald like me. He's got a beard, like he's a cool dude. And uh, <laughs> but he always talks to me when I see him. You know, we chat. And there was some post on her page and they had gone to the pool together. And this was right after the games. So you got to imagine like she had just ramped up and come off of games prep. So she is shredded, like totally yeah. shredded. And he looks like a normal athlete. Like he's really ripped, but he's a normal guy. And like some dude comes in and comments, oh, I see you got all the abs in the family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what yeah. an asshole. Like yeah. you're taking a, you know, you're taking a shot at her husband and making fun of her all at once. It's all like, at once. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and she was she was a swimmer, I think, for a yeah. long time. And so she's been an athlete for her whole life. So we get a lot of comments for her, especially guys like to zoom in on their crotches looking for any sign of penis growth and that sort of a thing. Or they talk about the sorry, you're really gonna have no yeah. YouTube video after this. They talk about <laughs> yes. it's ruined, it's over. Yes, so they talk a lot about their clit sizes, which is we actually have a shirt that makes a joke about that because they talk about it all the time. So if you're talking about the the overt sexualization of Amanda can post a video of her in a bathing suit, like a one-piece bathing suit, and have guys asking her how big her clit is like and there, there'll be 50 of those sometimes on on major accounts like that and it's like at what point did we ever decide that this was an appropriate way to talk to people for any reason ever ever like ever. at what point did we decide this was okay to talk to anyone like this you wouldn't say that to her face and that's one of those things that we come up with a lot there is certainly a lot of bad gym behavior that we feature that is does happen in person but for me i can't remember a single time that anyone has actually said any of this stuff to my face bar one one guy told me one time that i would not get a husband if i continued to bench press um like in real life in real life at a at what you would call a globo gym that actually that's the only time anyone has said that anything in actually to my face and I've been married for 14 years. So I'm like, I guess, I guess I'll tell him all about the fact that we can't be together because I'm not supposed to have it. Actually explains, it explains why I'm single because I have a really <laughs> shitty bench. If I'm you bench so bad more, at bench. That's right. So yeah, the, so bad. So bad. For the most it. part, they don't say yeah. any of this stuff to their faces. So that's back to the accessibility for all of this. But one of the reasons that we exist um, and that I feel so passionate about actually calling attention to this behavior because along with the, the women should just suck it up and just should have thicker skin. A lot of people say, well, I'm giving them attention, which is what they want. There is no proof and there are no, there's no evidence whatsoever that ignoring behavior makes it go away. If anything on social media, it often escalates it to actually ignore it. So uh, ignoring it, the behavior and just saying, if you don't acknowledge it and don't give the trolls what they want, they'll just go away. There is literally zero evidence of that. And if someone could show me any evidence of where that has ever worked, that would be great. 
They don't get famous from this when I post people on there. No one is giving them props and giving them job opportunities or more money because they got featured on my page. So all of that is basically ridiculous. For me, if you go on someone's page and you see a whole string of negative, nasty comments, uh, pages like King of the Lifts, which is one of my favorites, that always has jackasses on there commenting on the women's videos. If you see this whole string of comments and you're a new lifter and you're just getting into the sport and you go on one of these videos and you view the comments and it's all of this bullshit and you see no one combating that. You see no one saying, this isn't right. Shut up. She doesn't need you to comment, blah, blah, blah. If you have no one actually combating that in any of these spaces, what does that look like to a 14, a 15 year old that goes on social media? She starts to think that's okay. And that's what she has to face and that no one will defend her. She just needs to get thicker skin and, you know, absorb all of this hate and not be allowed to talk about it. So I think the page has honestly given people a way to talk about all of the things that their spouses or their, their mothers or the people on their social media have told them to be quiet about because they're tired of hearing about it. Stop giving them the attention that they want, which really does nothing but just punish the people that are actually being harassed, in my opinion. That's my rant. No, it's a, it's Thank a you good for rant. coming to my talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I feel sometimes. No, it's totally true. John deals with this all the time because John yeah. has all sorts of haters. And I know you go through bouts where you're like, ignore, ignore, or like, no, no, come on, right. man. No, I, I struggle to ignore it. Um, I've had, but like to keep to the topic, like I've had moments, I posted um, a before and after photo once of, you know, my body. And a woman came in and commented and said, well, I like the old one better. And like, I had that kind of like that brief moment of what you're describing. I was like, well, I was like, I didn't post it to ask how, what you actually, what your opinion was. (laughs) Like that that wasn't what it was, you know? that weird? Yeah. It was very, it was very (laughs) weird. I, I don't know. Like I, as we've been sitting here thinking, Nikki said right off the top, like John, how do you feel about it? You know, as a dad of daughters. And I think it's a legit question. Um, But I also think of it like, I don't think you need to have daughters to be offended by this. And if anybody comes away from anything from me on this portion, you know, this isn't about being woke or, you know, a feminist or whatever, like treat people nicely, like just fucking be nice to people and don't give unsolicited sexual advice to people based on your own preferences. Like that, that for me, that's what it is. You don't need daughters basic, to do right? that. Yeah. Yes. It seems like human like basic, behavior. I, I talked about this on a podcast not that long ago, but I think we need to continue to learn from each other. Like I, I've have done a, a very routine meme that I contend is still kind of funny um, where like a common thing in CrossFit is you call someone a beast, right? You go, Oh, you're a beast. And because women in CrossFit like are trying to get stronger, if you go, you're a beast, like they're they're like, thank you, you know, like thank you yeah. for saying I'm Hell, a beast. Yeah, I am. So I routinely do memes that say, you know, I have a picture of a, a woman who looks like totally excited, and the caption will be when a guy says you look like a beast, and and it's funny. I posted one, and Amanda, who's a friend, came in and said, you know, I've struggled with that. When people call me a beast, I struggle with that body image comment and I've quit making that post since then. Yeah. I haven't made it since because even though it is true and funny, I can now see where it can be offensive to some people and it's, and can be hurtful to them if they have that in them, you know, that like they don't want to be called a beast. They want to be strong. They want to be fit. You know, they want to be best at their sport. 
not a beast which could have a potential negative connotation. And so I think we just need to continue to learn from each other that, you know, there are some things you can say and some things you can't. And like the things that you post are so far to the extreme of that, that those people are like, they're lost. Yeah. Yeah. They're just lost. They're just Gary's Gary's the term. Yeah. Yeah. Gary's. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great example of people ruining stuff for others where some things that would have been a compliment and some things that would have been taken differently um, before people like Amanda received all the hate and all the negative and all the people actually being disgusting to her. She may not have been offended by that before, Another great example of that, which you, which you might find amusing, is, the, is there's a thing going around. I think Girl Clothing and Courtney Olson and a couple other people have a watermelon crushing challenge where you can crush a watermelon. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's fun. And actually, I compete with a, uh, a, a woman whose name is Olga. Um, and she, she, Olga, she's from the Ukraine. And she has the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, crushing the most watermelon. She did it on Ukrainian TV. And it's hilarious. Damn. Um, so anyways... The thing with that is like, that's something that is cute and fun and kind of empowering and sort of inspiring. Um, and the weird ass bros have made it gross and they've made it disgusting. And now it's not funny anymore. Uh, it's not funny to a lot of people where before it was something that a lot of people really like to do. And now I get people send me DMs all the time if they're on dating sites. And the first thing out of a guy's mouth is how many watermelons can you crush with those thighs, baby? Gross. And it's just like, I know, oh. and it feels gross at context, right? It feels gross when someone else says it. But if I post a video of me doing that along with, you know, girl clothing and Courtney Olson and these other people, it's like, it's, it's different in that kind of context. So the whole, you look like a beast or you're, you're a beast, like that could be taken a bunch of different ways, but it has to do with the perception of the person that you're talking to, the context surrounding it, whether or not I know you and those sorts of things. But if you say any of that, you're immediately called a, snowflake you know a feminist these types of things i didn't know i'd never been called a feminist before in my entire life before i started this page but apparently that's a bad word did did know did know don't even get me started i don't even have i don't even like we don't even have time to go down that rabbit hole about how feminist literally just means can we be fucking the same as that's right can you not do this means yeah exactly don't get oh that's need, the new that's hours. the new shaming. The new shaming is you call someone if you want to silence someone, you call them woke. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if like yeah. I, I've been advocating a lot lately around equal rights and Black Lives Matter and sure. and treat and just treating people kindly. Like that's really been it. And people are like, Oh, you're so woke, dude. Uh-huh. You're, you're being so woke. Uh-huh. Among, no. I'm just like I want people to be right. treated the same. That's all I want. I just want people to be treated the same. It's not woke. That's just like, I don't know. I went to church my whole life. It's just like, be kind to others. That's all it is. You know. Imagine viewing that as a bad thing, right? I, know. I, I want know. people to stop being awful to random strangers on the internet. And that makes me, uh, you know, a, a feminist snowflake and all this other stuff. I get called a social justice warrior all the time, yes. which is another one of those terms. And that term, another one that is literally just made up to marginalize what's going on with someone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's well, just made up. I mean, it's a term that anytime someone uses that, you can be sure you know what's going to come out of their mouth next. They've, they've quit using that term. And sure. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. So they quit using social justice warrior because now it's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And I yeah. take it as a compliment. Like, I tell people when they go, oh, you're, a so- you're an SJW. I'm like, thank you. Good. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you for yeah. saying I fight for justice. Right. Thank yeah. you. I'm waiting for feminists to be a fucking compliment. Oh, yeah. I I sure as shit am. I sure as shit am a person who wants women to be treated the same as men. So here's what what they're doing now. It's virtue signaling. 
That's the term that they use that they think is uh-huh. insulting. Like, oh, you're virtue signaling. You're showing what how virtue. Mean? It means you're you're going online to post how virtuous you are, but you don't really do anything in your real life. You don't actually care about the issue. What you know is that this is a popular thing to go up against. And so you're just showing up to basically show your support for something you don't actually uh, care about. Uh, yeah, I get I get that one too. <laughs> The, the irony of that is the people yeah. that are call you, calling you out on virtue signaling are virtue signaling themselves. It's the most by, meta by thing doing ever. That. Right. By like, doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. most meta thing ever. It's like, come on. Like, oh, the, yeah. you know, the brain hurts. The meta thing happens to me all the time, though, to people telling me that this is, you know, it's quick. I can't imagine all the time that you spend doing this. So they're literally telling me what I need to spend my time on and what should be important to me. And, you know, everybody spends their time how they want to spend their time. And if it's a cause that's important to me, I spend time on it. But people that are like, you spend too much time on this and you're not actually making any change and you're just making it worse. I had a, late, a woman actually today tell me I was making everything worse I, by, by vocalizing the oppression um, and that being offended by words actually makes you weak. Uh, <laughs> Legit. Yeah. I think what I would like to see that would actually make it better is I would <laughs> I would honestly like to see brands, whether it's CrossFit or Reebok or Nike or pick the brand, right? Quit only featuring X body type in their ads. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I just like even with the three of us, we're all three totally different. Right. In, in every capacity, right? I was watching a cartoon with my daughters earlier because that's what I do. I watch a lot of cartoons, right? And we're watching, Megan and I are watching this show called Total Drama Island. And it's this old cartoon they used to watch when they were kids. And I said to her, I'm like, I really like this because every character looks different. Hmm. They don't all look thin. Like some are big, some are small, some are short, some are tall, some are fat, some are skinny. Like they look like the people I hang out with, right. you know? And I wish ads would do that. And I think we would run into this at least a little less mm-hmm. if people would see that, you know what, the whole world doesn't look like small waist, big boobs, big butt, you know. Right. Uh, and right. so then some... maybe I don't need to tell this chick she needs a boob job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Some of these things are, are, they're not rocket science, but, you know, being actually asked to be kinder to people online makes it it's some sort of a bad thing. So some of that is pretty baffling to me. Um, that they can, you know, see that as as some sort of moral failure in yourself that you spend your time actually defending people like this. So we we got into a little bit of this um, earlier. I had posted uh, yesterday a, a video of a girl that actually had a deadlift PR and she peed on the platform, mm-hmm. which is something that happens to women sometimes when they're exercising or doing a variety of things. Um, and we had a guy that actually came on my post to tell me that women pee on the platform and they do it for attention. Uh, they're doing, <laughs> kid you not. Uh, he told me that they're doing it for attention, that Steffi Cohen had actually popularized, uh, popularized is the word, uh, peeing on the platform because she did it in a meet a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that girls actually go on Instagram right now and they piss the platform with lightweights uh, for attention because they think they'll be cool. Like so this, is, this is, He's been dead serious about this whole thing, that we're doing it for attention. So um, the ulterior motives of some of these people, when you really strip away some of these ridiculous comments they make about women in athletics, uh, it comes down to things like that, where once I started talking to him, it became clear that he believed that women mostly were attention whores. And that yeah. was why they were on Instagram to begin with was for likes. And you're doing all of these things for likes. First of all, Instagram is, you know, meant for that. It's your yeah. own uh, personal rolling photo book of things. A lot of people use it as a training log and that sort of a thing. But um, it's interesting when you start to pull back some of the comments that some of these people make. Um, a lot of the misogyny that you didn't realize that was there um, starts to really come out, which has kind of been the sad part. We get trolls a lot and you can't, 
this never ending cycle of trolls. But a lot of times the, the people that comment on the page are not trolls. They're, they're fathers. I go on sometimes and I look at their pages and they've got young daughters. Um, they're making really gross, lewd sexual comments to women. Um, and I see that they're, they're the parents of young kids. Uh, or they're in um, places of authority. A guy that we featured once was a professor in a college, and we actually mm. emailed the college about the comments that he was making. Because I, I, I wouldn't want him to be the professor for 18 and 19-year-old girls with some of the comments that he was making. So some of these profiles that when we go and we look at them are really super disappointing to find out that these are not, you know, all 16-year-old kids just being stupid. A lot of them are grown grown men who are going on uh, women's Instagram profiles and leaving all kinds of hate and, and negative commentary. And that is something that I can't explain and will ever be able to explain. It just blows my mind. And I'm so glad that you're shedding light on all of this because I don't know people like that in my own life, right. like strangers on the internet, maybe, but, and I know that like every time I show your page to my husband, he's like, how are there people like this in 2020? And the answer is there are a fuckload. And like y- you you need to know, like people need to know and understand that we are not like so advanced and so far beyond the train thing and the universe right. thing. Like right. it still exists and we have to do better. People right. have to do better. So I'm just right. glad that it's bringing light to that. I'd, I'd just like to give props to anyone that could pee for attention because I can't, right? pee, in front, <laughs> I can't pee in front of other people. I'm a nervous peer. I just stay out. I'm like, if you're in the other room, I'm not going to be able to go. Just what was really works. shitty about it too was that it it follows. I wrote a pretty long blog about it, basically about my experience with with um, urinary incontinence and when I'm lifting. I wrote an actual very emotional blog about the whole thing and how it had affected me and how hearing comments like that had affected me. And then this guy comes on and say, "Girls do it for attention." It's just fucking mind blowing that anyone can think that, much less type it out on my page and be serious about it. That someone's deadlifting and she's just voluntarily decides to pee on the platform and then post it on Instagram because the amount of hate and the amount of bullshit that she's going to hear from that is not going to get her any attention. She's going to feel shitty about it. It's what's going to happen. Right. So the idea that someone could post that on my page and being dead serious about women all just want attention and that's why they do this. And you could hold it in if you wanted to. And it's like, the number of guys that know everything about women's body will shock you on the internet. I know. I know. I wish that the people who are like listening to this and not watching it on YouTube, like I wish I could vocalize the number of times my jaw has just dropped in the right. last conversation. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I know. And every day it's like we stray further from the light. You know, it's every day it's something else that somebody says. We're like, are you fucking serious? Like, how is it happening? How are you be serious? Right. How, how is this happening again? And just, every day it's something else. What are your goals? Like, do you have any goals or next steps with the page? Like, what yeah. are you up to? Yeah. We have um, talked to, and if any of your listeners are into this type of thing, I'm going back to earlier in the show when I talked about um, basically Instagram taking more responsibility for tampering some of this harassment. Um, we've been talking to a lot of the people that are heavily involved in tech um, in the gaming community, especially as something that we're trying to look at what they're doing to sort of stop some of this stuff. Um, and I'm told that they have lots and lots of policies and procedures in place to remove um, threatening and abusive and offensive gamers from their community. So trying to dive into some of these things, because it's one thing to demand that a, a organization, a, a company um, like Instagram do something, but it's much more effective to tell them what you want them to do. Sure. So having some understanding for what a company like that could actually do to stop this type of harassment and then actually lobbying for them to change that. Um, I think is very important when we look at 
um, the amount of harassments of minors and these sorts of things that are on Instagram that are very, very serious. The fact that more is not being done to protect them. And TikTok especially is becoming very, very vile, a very, very vile place for kids to be. But um, I think for the future, one of the things that we're really looking at is what, what we can ask them to actually do and what we would like to see them do and then demand that they actually put in more effective changes for a platform that they're benefiting in the billions from, billions every year. Hmm. That would be awesome. I would love to see. I'll probably get see... ticked off instead. I know, right? I know, me too, just for <laughs> saying that. I'll probably get shadow banned instead, actually. So that's probably to... what happened. I would love to see what that list looks like. Cause you're right. Like it's one thing to just be like, do better, but it, coming up with, I mean, yeah. good on you for taking on that work. Cause yeah. that's a massive amount of work to do the research and figure out what the possibilities even are. As you're right. It's right. one thing to say, like, let's do better. And it's another thing to say, Hey, here's some steps we think we can take. And I'd be very interested sure. in, in seeing that list and seeing, you know, how I can help. I don't want this to happen. Sure. Like, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Once we get some more solid plans, the gaming community, interestingly enough, has been really, really interesting to talk to. The women that I talk to that are into gaming, that are in that community, um, talk to me a lot that outside of the world of athletics, that the world of gaming is very vile for a woman to be in. Sure. Um, the women that stream on Twitch and that sort of a thing tell me that it is just a nightmare to be on there. But um, the, the types of things that they talk about, that what the gaming community is doing to, to stop some of this harassment are things that I think Instagram could actually put into place if they actually wanted to. So couple of really great articles out there on Instagram harassment. Um, like I said before, the employees that about the fact Instagram is flat out saying to the employees, if it affects our bottom dollar, even 20 cents, that we're not going to do mm-hmm. it. Um, that they actually don't care, but they put out, you know, bullshit PR things like the be kind sticker and all these other things when they could actually do more. Facebook is funny because I think uh, Facebook bought Instagram, but yeah. Facebook actually has a lot more. Facebook sucks too for different reasons, but they have a <laughs> lot more controls. I know for totally different reasons. Uh, but they actually do, and I hate to say it this way, they do a better job than Instagram at some of that stuff. Um, I mean, they banned me the other day for a meme that I found on Facebook. <laughs> it's like, I posted the same meme that I found on Facebook and I got a 24-hour ban for it. So we won't go into all that. But they uh, could take better steps and they're choosing not to right now. And I think the the responsibility for this really lies with the social platform that is benefiting from the harassment of women. Mm-hmm. So a company that is making $9 billion, probably more than that right now, um, is benefiting off of these accounts, is benefiting off of the people that they're allowing to be harassed. Um, you said earlier that you would like to see the companies um, feature different types of bodies, you know, and that's, that's a great step to take. I would also like to see these companies start banning people from their pages who harass women on their pages. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue is very bad about that. I love Rogue for other reasons. Um, they're a big supporter of my sport. They're a big supporter of CrossFit. Their social media is garbage. Um, they will feature an athlete and allow her to get dragged absolutely in the comments. They don't care. They won't no. take it off there. Um, there's a bunch of those companies that are benefiting off of the CrossFit athletes that don't take any steps um, to remove them. So if you go on Rogue's post and you make a disgusting comment about one of their CrossFit athletes and the Rogue social media team doesn't take any steps to remove that, you're told that that's an okay way to talk about women on their pages. So they could do a better job with that. But what might happen, you might lose a customer. They're probably not your customers anyways. Let's just be real about that. But the fact that a lot of these companies like Rogue won't take any steps on their social media to protect, even by deleting these comments, um, I find that to be absolutely just so frustrating that they're making money off of these athletes just as well, but won't do anything um, when they're getting dragged in the comments. I don't, I don't know squat about Rogue and how they run their business, so I'm not defending them here, but it's a little bit of a defense. I think a lot of these companies don't put any thought into it. Like yeah. meaning sure. they're like, sure. all right, we're going to launch this 
online platform and we're going to sell X, they don't put any thought behind the HR ramifications, right. any thought behind what's going to happen when we post a female athlete or a male athlete or a black right. athlete or an Indian athlete or whatever. Like they don't even consider it as, and it gets away from them yeah, right. very quickly. And not only do they not know how to react, they just don't react. Right. You know? right. So, right. And it's not a defensive rogue. You're absolutely right. They should absolutely defend the female athletes. They should ban the people that are, are doing it, but it's almost like they don't know any better yet. I'm hoping yeah. that all of this catches up to them quick. Sure. And from what I know about rogue, they, they seem like a pretty responsible company and, and would, you would think they would want to, but to your right. point, like they're not. And yeah. that's the one thing I love about your page is that you're calling attention to it. So I guess if I can give you some hope here, don't be so frustrated. You know, sure. you're, you're shining a bright light on things that a lot of people have good intentions and will fix when you shine the light. They just haven't seen it yet. Sure. And I've seen that in my own life and even my own page. Like, you know, I post, I go back to my archives sometimes cause I'm, you know, an egotistical maniac and I go back and I look at stuff I posted from two years ago. I'm like, Oh my God, I would never post that today right. ever yeah. because it's right. like towing the line of sexualizing an athlete. Like I just don't, sexualized athletes now i've learned better but i didn't know that when i started sure yeah. you know, well you look no one's saying that we all have to be perfect okay but we're all we are saying that we need to be better and right. we are saying that like it's 2020 like the time for building out your community management team and figuring out how to respond to that shit is now actually it was yeah. five years ago but whatever yeah. it can be now yeah. okay yeah. Rogue has enough money for a social media team that probably knows what they're doing. But I had that I had that conversation with another guy uh, on a strongman page that features a lot of strongman athletes. And he actually told me um, that he had stopped featuring female athletes because of all the negative attention that they get on his page. And I was like, that's not the answer. That's not the, the answer. answer is not to kick off the women because you're tired of seeing it. So his solution is just to not feature women any longer. So some of these people acknowledge it's the problem, but just like at the very beginning of the show, when I said women were expected to just get off social media, if it bothers them, the strongman page just kicked off all their women athletes. And it was like, Oh my God, no, like it's not so <laughs> two so, steps forward, three steps back, you know, that sort of thing. So we'll figure it out. What yeah, you say? Right. Right. <laughs> God. Dang. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, there's that. So um, it's been a, a fun ride. It's been a wild ride for the past year. I've met a ton of people that I didn't know before. Um, I've got a lot of people that I've become really good social friends with um, that have met each other. A lot of people tell me um, that they find all of the best people to follow through my page. It's always yeah. different. It's all different sports. It's not just lifting. It's not just you know strength sports, that sort of a thing. It's all different sports. So there is a silver lining in this, the number of messages that I get from men as well who tell me they didn't know it was this bad and that, that made them reevaluate their own behavior and it made them reevaluate some of the joking that they had may have joked with. I had a guy that texted me the other day or messaged me the other day and said, you know, I probably said stuff that I, that I would be featured on this page and I didn't understand what I was doing. And he actually wanted to know how he could make that up. And I'm like, you know, what you've done, the fact that you're here right now and you're trying to learn about it and you're trying to be better. Um, we need more men that speak out against this on social media. If you see it happening, it doesn't take much time at all to even, you know, you don't have to be nasty to people. You don't have to get involved in fights, but a, a quick, you know, that's an inappropriate comment and it's not funny. Um, goes a long way at telling the women in athletics that there are other people there that will take up for them. So there is a lot of good that comes out of it. And a lot of great people get to meet each other um, amongst all of the Gary garbage that's going on. I'm just going to start calling it. people Gary. 
Yeah. I'm just going yeah. to And then I'll have a Gary, they'll message me and they're like, I'm not like that. So we actually have a hashtag that says not all Gary's on it. So they're like, I'm a good Gary. It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. You have to prove it. So <laughs> I can't, I kind of low key love trolling people. So I might yeah. this up as my cause. Just, <laughs> oh my right. God, you should. should. I might, I Definitely might have to do should. it. I yeah. might. I don't know. I've been, jo- I've been joking around with Danny forever that I'm going to be her, her pervert manager. Like she, so she gets this DM the other day from this guy and it, he's like, I'll pay you money just for pictures of your thighs. Um, and, and leaves a text, me- like a number. And so I, I sent her a message and I'm like, dude, I'm going to totally send him a photo of my big hairy thighs with an invoice, with an invoice for $2,000 and see if there he pays go. it. She's like, oh my God, please do that. Just do it. Please do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, we have a thing with the dick pics, which a lot of girls get all these dick pics all day long. Uh-huh. So we have a thing now. We've got a bunch of uh, things that you can send back if you get a dick pic. Usually it's pictures of STDs, which is really great. So you can find some ah. diseased genitalia to send them back. So whenever anyone sends you, it's my favorite thing that people are doing right now. But the the, <laughs> the unsolicited dick pics and all of that stuff are a form of uh, legal harassment. I know we're basically out of time, but it's a whole different subject. Um, legal sexual harassment that these guys are sending women videos of them pleasuring themselves mm-hmm. and at all stages of arousal. And they're sending their, their, their genitals to women and seeing how they react. And I mean, it's happening literally every day, all day long, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. It's, I think it's illegal in Texas, but they don't actually it's illegal other places but they don't they don't uh, enforce a lot of stuff in texas exactly (laughs) well that's true yeah that's true that's one of them so that's one of those things too that it's illegal to show someone a picture of your body like that if you were you know standing next to them but it's somehow okay to send them a a picture of an unsolicited picture of it i you'll never ever figure out why that's okay i don't know but somehow has anyone ever solicited a picture i mean i I would think they're all solicited like (laughs) No one's I don't ever. Know no one's ever asked me. Like, please, please exactly. John, please send me one. John, if you could exactly. just yes. real quick. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I'm like, I, I have to say unsolicited because apparently someone somewhere sometime did, I guess. But there's actually a study out there done on guys that do this, and they found out. Shocking! They're all narcissists uh, who uh, believe that the women like it. Um, really, they do. So there's actually there's a literal study out there on guys that send unsolicited. Uh, pictures. I've never eye so, rolled as hard as I right, have no. during let's, this conversation. Let's do some. Let's do some math. Let's do some math real quick, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Nikki, yes. how many in your in your Instagram career? Yeah. You have, how many followers do you have? Ten thousand, eleven thousand. Uh, I have like almost fourteen thousand. Nice. Look at you. Fourteen. Right. Okay. Right. Fourteen. <laughs> how right. many unsolicited dick pics have you gotten? A, a handful. Yeah. No pun handful. intended. No ah, pun intended. Hey. All right. I have. I have 285,000. I have literally never gotten a nude. Oh, yeah. never? Not oh, one? Not even there one. It is. That's the difference between men and women. There you if go. You, if you want to like pin this down and say, all right, here's why this page is important. That's why. Yeah. Because as a man, and, and the page has been about me the whole time. My face has been on it. Like people know it's run by a dude. Yeah. Literally no nude. And I'm not soliciting nudes that. here, people. So no. don't start sending yeah, me I dick pics. Say, that's it. Right. Now they're going to come rolling. I'm going to totally get some <laughs> dick pics from this. I was just about I will, to say, well, you're done fucked up now. Yeah, so. uh-huh. <laughs> if I get them, I'm posting them. I swear there to God. Go. Yes. There you go. Uh, but Please. my point is, it's like, you know, I got almost 300,000 followers. I get none as a dude. Yeah. Nikki's got 14,000. She's yeah. got quote unquote a hand. Full. Her, yeah, word's not, her word's not mine. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
It's that's great. And if a woman wants to see a picture like that, she'll ask you. And until then, you don't, that sending them to her is a, a vile invasion of her space. Like we laugh about it. And at the same time, I have seen so many of them unedited at this point. I mean, it's enough to literally, we have a joke that says that the fact that I'm still attracted to men proves that being a lesbian is not a choice. You know what I mean? It's like, or it, you know what I'm So it's like the fact that I still, after all of this, you know, like I'm okay with this. The fact that I've seen all of this stuff myself, but I mean, if somebody wants to see that of you, they'll ask you for a picture. And until that point, you probably should not do such things. What a so, novel idea. Shocking. I love yeah. that you said unedited, like people are sending out Photoshop copies of their penis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got I mean... one, I've got one uh, woman who is the most fun ever and her DMs are the best. So a guy will send her a picture uh, and ask her for nudes and, and she'll say, okay, I'll send you some nudes, but you need to send me a picture of your dick dressed in doll clothes. All right. And she'll, she'll start screwing with these guys. Oh my and saying, God. I will send you nudes. I got to see a dick in doll clothes, man. And so she'll, <laughs> she'll get them to do all sorts of ridiculous things. And then she posts them. And it's the most, like of anybody I feature, she's one of my favorites because oh my she's, she, she tackles these guys straight head on and does not give a shit about any of that stuff. So a lot of them are having fun with the ridiculousness of the whole thing. Hey, hey. Hey, yeah. mine is dressed up like a Barbie right now. So let's, <laughs> okay. let's hey. not go there. It's All right? a new thing. Can't be offended. Yeah. It is. Can't it's be a, offensive. It's yeah. a guy yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is so epic. I, you, send, me a, send me a DM with her page so I can follow because I, yes, I oddly need to see this now. This yes. So crazy. <laughs> she does the best stuff. But uh, overall, though, we, we really have, um, uh, I think, made an impact on the, on the community in some ways that we had not expected before. So like I said, I think at the beginning... Um, the page started off as a joke, um, and then it became a whole lot more. People started asking me to make banners and merchandise and that sort of a thing for them. So we started a, a merchandise where every time somebody says a stupid comment, people are like, that should be a T-shirt. You got to put that on a T-shirt. So that's kind of how it started was that I take the dumb things that people say and put them on things. To A lot of the, the words really lose their power when you embrace them like that. It's like someone calling you fat. Well, it's like, you can call me fat 9 million times. I've been called fat since I was four years old. It does not have any power any longer. Um, you know, being fat is the worst thing you can be called as a woman still in this day. Um, but taking these words and claiming the power back of them and saying, I'm going to put it on a t-shirt and I'm going to wear it around and I'm not going to give a shit uh, more or less uh, what you have to say to me that you can't hurt me that way. Right. I'm still going to call attention to it. And I'm still going to show it to people because I want them to see what women have to face in 2020, people think, like we said, the train thing, you think we're so progressed. I'm about to show you that we absolutely are not all that progressed. Uh, but that's kind of how the ba the banners and the merchandise and that sort of thing got started was every time I have a new stupid phrase, somebody asked me to put it on a shirt. So we have a good time with all of that. Um, and it's a big, giant running joke. So what, what better fun to, to kind of take your power back from all of these people and we're dying to wear the vaginas in the weight room. Oh, shirt. I'm going to send yes. you those. We need those. <laughs> we absolutely need those. And actually, my absolute favorite one is the one that's right behind you, the Rosie the yes. Riveter holding a dumbbell, and she's saying, yes. make your own damn sandwich, because that oh. is, we didn't even get into that, but that's oh. like the, hey, the I'm a woman. The absolute most sexist thing ever is the, the worst, like, sandwich. Yes. Hey, I'm a woman that lifts weights, and then in the comments, it'll, like, all these dudes but are like, great, but can she make a sandwich? And I'm like, yeah. I my brain explodes. It really like, does. does. And they know that. Yeah, yes. and they know that. So when I featured this one, I had actually um, a woman whose name is Camille, and she's training to be the first uh, French astronaut. Um, she's going to be the first astronaut on Mars, actually. So she's kind of Damn. a big deal. Um, and then a guy in the comments said, well, she'll be, you know, the first sandwich maker on Mars. And that was the comment that I left. And it's just ridiculous. And it's all, 
uh, meant to basically pull your chain and, and tell you that you're still subservient to men, uh, even when you're an astronaut headed towards Mars. So Rosie the Riveter with the dumbbell and saying make your own damn sandwich um, is something that's pretty near and dear to my heart because the make you a sandwich comment, I can't believe we're still saying this. I mean, it wasn't funny 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and it's still not funny today, but grown, grown-ass men saying make me a sandwich in the comments of you know, all of um, professional women or anytime there's a story about a woman on social media, I can promise you that comment is being said. So it's just so pervasive and it's so ignored that people just go right by it. And I'm at the point now to where we're, we're done going by it. So um, done. <laughs> I'm, we're done just being a doorstep for the whole thing, you know, where it's like, yeah. I just I'm kind of over anymore. the whole thing. No, it's not funny anymore. So it's not about being sensitive or being a snowflake or all of this other garbage. It's about taking back that saying, you know, these comments are not okay and they're not appropriate. I mean, you shouldn't be saying those things to anyone. There's, we're not a fan of jokes. You can make jokes. Um, you can make banter. It isn't about that. Um, but there are these comments that are absolutely meant to be hurtful and they are meant to put women back in their place. Um, and that's not anything that we're going to, we're going to accept uh, any longer. Done. Talk. There it is. Done. <laughs> Period. That's what Period. my daughter Period. Mic drop. That's the one. That's Mike what drop. my daughters would say. Period. Anytime somebody makes a point. Period. Right. Right. Well, this has been great. Thank yeah. you so much for uh, sharing your story with us. Your page, you look like a man. It's actually you, period, look, period, like, period, a period, man. All the periods. All the periods. Yeah. Somebody had that name when I started, and I still don't know. Somebody actually made a page. Don't go to this, and I probably shouldn't even say it, but one of the trolls made a page called You Look Like a Woman, and he made he made it to troll me, and it's got, like, one follower and one post. I'm like, good job. That really took off, right? That right. really did, that yeah. did well. So, yeah, that's all, all the periods between it because somebody else took it. Well, I think it's great. Well, uh, you guys should go follow it. I think, you know, what's interesting to me about the page, and I think why I think you guys will like it, it's all, you know, s- submitted posts. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. this stuff's just being created, like it's being given to you. And so it's nope. real stories. And if you can, if you can go on and read it in the spirit of you're, you're viewing other people's experiences, it's really, really powerful. Parts yeah. of it are going to be funny. Parts are going to be heartbreaking. Parts are just going to, sh- I mean, I'm straight up shocked. And I shouldn't be shocked by anything at this point in my life, but, but I do read parts of it. I'm like, Oh my God, like how does this happen? I think if, if you guys will go out and listen and read it and follow it, uh, it'll help you grow. I think that's the most important thing and, and pass along to others. Cause I, you know, there's, I think there's certainly a lot of opportunity for us to all grow and to learn from each other. And if you have these stories, submit it. Uh, You know, I think the more stories, the better. And uh, so thank you. It's been great. Thank you very much. It helps a lot to have uh, platforms like this to be able to tell our story and that sort of thing. So I appreciate being able to come on. Totally. Yeah. I'm so glad you could come. And I'm like, I'm completely starstruck still. Like yeah. I'm such a fan of this page. I'm <laughs> well, such thanks. a fan of you and the work that you do. And I'm everyone listening, like just, just go follow it and, and experience it a little bit for yourself. Thank you. So Nikki, after this podcast, am I going to be allowed to tell you you look jacked or is that forbidden? You now? can always <laughs> tell me. Okay. You can always, because I appreciate coming from you and i you know look jack you today your arms look better than mine it's only because they look better than mine i'm kind of pissed off at myself like i gotta go lift now it's like sucks go get that pom-pom before we record i know <laughs> tomorrow today was a rest day that's my excuse oh my of, course, of course of course my rest day is thursday so all right well thanks guys it's been so much fun uh thank for, you so much yeah for everyone listening thanks for being on uh we appreciate it lots of good stuff coming up so make sure you keep tuning in with that we will chat with you guys later